I know, right? Because I was saying yeah, partners on that damn delay. I'm gonna love this new set. That's a this cool joke that none of us can be involved with. Oh uh, yeah. I talk really slowly. Does that help you too? Not even a little. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to End of the Critic, a podcast where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. Uh, my name is Chris Plump. With me, as always, you, you want to go first because you are with him always. Because you're his in wife. His I, okay, that, in his heart, you're with him always. I, unfortunately, am with him every day of my life. There you go. Hi, I'm Melissa. I'm Chris's wife. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then they lived happily ever this, after. This is really great. Uh, Matt and I have a lot of questions That's true. about Chris. That's true. Uh, we we thought answer. we thought it'd be fun to like start out the episode um, with a I, quick I quick question. I will tell round. you. You were talking about how tough Chris is. Yeah. He will sleep on the sofa a lot of times because he doesn't want to move the cats. No, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It becomes too much Aww. of a chore. Chris, go we, Chris, stop. Go we hear you all the time. We want to hear from Melissa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go upstairs. Please. Is that what it is? If you could shut off his mic for a while, that'd that would be, be great. smart. Okay, turn let's just turn down. So tell us about the movies that Chris has cried during. Uh, if I'll you could tell list you those. those. <laughs> I have no shame in that. Can He's you a huge think fan of, of Bambi. Bambi. Oh, that's a lot. I recall him out. saying Babe Pig in the City. Yeah. No, 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 just he, Babe. One. Just Pig in the City. Not the, oh, okay. not the sequel. He does not openly admit how large of a fan he is of that movie. Yeah. He references that movie pretty much on a daily basis. What, Babe? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I got in trouble. I got in trouble at work because I uh, somebody did something. I'm like, that'll do, Pig, that'll do. Right. They yeah, got you really can't be pissed. rolling that one out without them knowing. They got really knowing. pissed because they had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's one you, they have to know yeah. before right. you say. So. All right, so Chris was pretty open to that. Uh, let's go a little bit deeper. What's the cutest thing that uh, Chris yes. does? What is the cutest? What thing? is the cutest thing he does on on a regular basis? I didn't know this was going to be twenty questions. Yeah, I'm sorry. Either. We didn't adequately. No, but you. I was you know. like, hey, I like that movie too. Let's do a podcast. I don't work on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is there anything he does Actually, with the cat, with the cats? Oh, here we go. He does, here we go. Here we go. He thinks that no one hears him. <laughs> it's already the best. But he, he holds Biggs on his back like a baby and whispers to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing ever. Because <laughs> he thinks I'm in the other room. I obviously can't hear him. What does he like, say? What are the kind of things? Don't tell anybody to hear my speech. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one is true. That is amazing. You know, Big Z, you were the no, best, no, no. You were the best starfighter in the whole of Bellevue, <laughs> and you are the cutest dude. You can, you can always be my wingman, Big <laughs> This is uh this is where I'm glad that I control the editing. Part. No, Parker, you have to edit. That's this true. Not a chance. I'm just gonna have to like lock this one. It's gonna be a read-only file. No editing allowed. Well, I'll keep I'll keep this in. Ooh, this I, is a I terrible think, start to this episode. Yeah, that's though. nice. I, I think that's enough. Yeah, know. that's plenty for, uh, for now. That's for way now. more that's than I thought we were gonna get for a while. 
right. Well, uh, did we even say what movie we're doing? Jeez. I don't even think you've introduced yourself. <laughs> I said, I said no, I I'm not. Chris Klum. This is my- oh, yeah, that's right. And, and Matt of course, Schaefer. Matt Schaefer. And Parker. I hate all of you. <laughs> except, hey. except you. Except you, sweetie. Except the one that I'm not allowed to hate. That's right. <laughs> By law. He, he, By he law. was looking at me when he said that. <laughs> Which All one, right, the this... one that he hates or the one that he's not allowed to hate? <laughs> Either one. <laughs> All right, this week's episode... Oh, I even forget. Uh, we are recording... <laughs> this week's episode is Hunger Games Catching Fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're also going to get into some uh, trailer talk here. But before we get into that, let's get into some news. News! Parker, what do we got? All right, exciting news. Yet another brand new Friday the 13th reboot. <laughs> Uh, usually it's a reboot. Yeah, a reboot. They've yeah. had several reboots for March of 2015. So the last Why? reboot, the last reboot was okay for the first like 20 minutes, and then it all just went downhill from there. Why? Why, what, why wasn't just Friday the 13th enough? Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't like understand. My, my thing, partner, we. We, we've talked about the Friday the fr- 13th franchise uh, right. in the past. It seems like every Friday the 13th is a reboot. Yeah. No, it's very true. Um, after the after the first three, every single one just, how can we bring him back? Right. What, other, what ridiculous form can we... Lightning strikes a rod reanimating his corpse? Fine. Do it. Yes. Get it going, going. Like, but that would be one thing, but it sounds like they're, what they're going to do is the same thing that they always do, which is like... A retelling of the same thing with Jason Voorhees drowning at the camp. His mom is a thing. Like we've heard the story. We Everyone, don't... Know, you you don't even have to have seen the movie, right? To know, um, yes. No, I was raising oh, my know? hand, right, saying that I've never seen the movie. Right. Okay, but that, okay. but you're not but interested. You're not going to go see the I'm, reboot. I'm not a huge horror movie fan, right. so you're definitely not so. going to go. Oh, they're doing a reboot. Well, now's my time to finally learn about right, this exactly. franchise. Or I, did we watch that one? Uh, I might have shown that when we were dating because I'm a romantic <laughs> guy. <laughs> Baby, super romance. I showed you, you that in Texas Friday Chainsaw Massacre. I think I, it was a date we night want, movie. No, Halloween. <laughs> oh yes, and, and Halloween. Poltergeist. I, I showed you, you all the good. When you have film. someone who doesn't like horror movies and scares easily, <laughs> Poltergeist the best is the thing to do <laughs> is to watch Poltergeist in the dark, God. late at night, and then send them home. Yeah. Oh, see ya. Yeah. Thanks no, for coming over. I didn't even walk her to the door. That's just good strategy right there. Because you get you get the girl like all like scared for her safety, and you're like, "Baby, I'll protect you until you leave my house." And have then you have to walk met home. Chris? <laughs> And that, that made her say yes immediately when um, she was like, do you want to get married? He's like, yes, yes, stop sending me away <laughs> into the scary unknown. No, I, 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 I'm I not the protective type. Uh, back when we first moved into the house and Melissa would wake up hearing a noise, I'd make her check on it because I was too... <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going to sleep. I don't care. Wow, I, I like heard a noise. Well, you have a flashlight. Have fun. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I like that we thought that we had to get Melissa to right, embarrass Chris true. in this episode. <laughs> and really, it, it doesn't take anything at no. all. Uh have you met Chris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I well, just like to say I don't really have anything to add to this discussion, but the very first Google result that I saw for Friday the thirteenth reboot has uh the word another rejiggering. Oh, it's I am like so the, appreciative that they used that word. It, it's almost That's like amazing. the writers got together, they have all of the tropes on a on a table and like, Well, what do you want to do this time? Well, let's just rearrange them all, let's just shuffle them around. 
So, well, that'll be something they I won't be excited it. for. Now, I didn't actually read the article. Who's do they have anyone that's directing it or anything no, yet? They, they're just saying they just, they're they do just it. got a Paramount set a March fifteenth date for a reboot, not a sequel to the reboot. Oh, good. I was so worried. <laughs> yes, I was we were so all... worried. This this screams, oh, thank goodness. This screams licensing. Right. Like somebody's copyright is well, expiring. Do you guys know the the original like the story surrounding Jason in particular? There was a movie um, in space, Jason in space, right? Jason X. Jason X. Okay, Jason X. So that movie, um, which would was... have sold better if it was actually called Jason. Right, in space. <laughs> it would have sold a lot better, but. Uh, that movie was like made by students in a film school that had noticed that the rights were like like lapsed. nobody was keeping yeah. them up they had lapsed and and nobody was paying for them so they were able to just make the movie because hmm. there was no rights like anybody owned it so they made the movie and then it got like kind of legal battled a little bit but they ended up having to release it because there was no like grounds for them to not release it. And so that like that's why that movie's like kind of I mean obviously it's they're all really ridiculous, but that movie's it's especially so ridiculous. So over the top. Because like it was just like film students that were like, "Dude, we could get this franchise. We <laughs> could get Jason and be like, it's Friday the 13th." And they got they got um oh what's his name? Is it not oh, the the guy who played Jason in like so many of the movies until right, the right, reboot. Right. They actually got him. <laughs> Right, um, yeah, because it was like, hey, we're doing Kane, a Kane Hodder? Kane, Kane Hodder? I want to say Kane Hodder. All right, Chris will be excited about this. Quentin Tarantino reveals that his next film will be another Western. Woo! Yeah! That's pretty cool. <laughs> All right! I don't need to hear anything more. <laughs> uh, this movie's going to be amazing. Were you thinking, sorry to go back, were you thinking of Timothy Whitfield? Are you looking at Friday the 13th? Because you need to look at Jason X. I'm looking at Jason Voorhees. Oh, because he's character. been played by so many different people. Uh, Kane Hodder. If you look at Jason X, that would be the one. That Kane Hodder. Yeah. Yes, Kane you're right. Hodder. Kane Hodder. Yeah. Kane yep. Hodder. All right, back to uh, anyway. back to this. Yeah, yes. so Quentin Tarantino on The Tonight Show uh, with Jay Leno revealed that it would be making another Western. I'd be... I, uh, I can't wait. I'm so excited already. Um, now, I know Quentin Tarantino has gone on record stating that his favorite... One of his favorite movies of all time is um, Rio Bravo. Rio Bravo or Elder? No, Rio Bravo, uh, which is a John Wayne Western with um, oh, one of the crooner, one of the Rat Pack guys. Um, Snapchat? No, 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 no. One of the, the Dean the, Martin. Dean Martin. Thank you. Oh, I um, love Dean Martin. Well, hey, he's a, he, he plays an alcoholic in uh, John in, Wayne, in, Dean Martin, and Ricky Nelson. Yep, Ricky Nelson's in it. Stack cast. Um, and so he's, he's going on saying that's one of his favorite movies, and he he wants to make a western. With that feel to it, he's gone on record stating that, and and Django Unchained did not have that feel. No, so no, definitely not. I would love to see him kind of take a slow burn western. The thing with Tarantino's style and the obvious expectations with it, it wouldn't be a Tarantino film if he did like an old fashioned western. Don't, uh, don't tell me these things. I don't know don't tell me these because things. I can't handle that because. With with every movie, he pulls like heavy-handed elements from right. different genres, and then he'll just splash in a bit of his characteristic like dialogue and violence. Before so, um, before Kill Bill, I wouldn't have thought Tarantino could have done like a kung fu film. Yeah, and, right. and yeah, but like the thing Tarantino is the violence guy, and then a slow burn western 
has such little action and so much dialogue. But when you think about it, when you think about it, a lot of his films, particularly I'm thinking of um, Death Proof. I haven't seen that one. Uh, very heavy and Very slow. Yeah. Very uh, just dialogue driven and and you and, know and, and, isn't that the one a lot of people don't like though I well, like it. they I I I think it's his weaker film for ver- other reasons but if you look at Tarantino's work um, the two things he is known for a lot of violence you, yeah you're totally right with that which is why but he so also awesome. is a great script and screenplay writer yeah he is a good screenwriter so that's sure. why I, like, that's why I think he could do a slow a slow burn I, I've. Uh, read the Inglorious Bastards and Django Unchained like before they were released, and it was honestly worth it. Even though I like I know what was going to happen it, right. when I went to go see it, it was still just so awesome to there see. There were it, moments like, I wish ra- I had known what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> it was so awesome to see it in its raw form, like without the finding touches and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was cool. So well, that's exciting. But yeah, so he said he, he um, I love westerns so much. After I taught myself to make one, it's like let's make another one now that I know what I'm doing. So oh, that's exciting. That's cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that'll be interesting because I, I think at the very least it's going to be a a different. He's never been known to repeat, you know, themes really. Right. No. Other yeah, than in direct yeah. sequels. Uh, right. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how he takes on another Western film, because I, I don't think it's going to be a lot like Django Unchained. No, I don't think it will but be. But I, I, I wonder, though, if he, if he sticks with the, like, centering it around, like, slave trade, because I feel like that's a, a unique take. Mm-hmm. And, like, one I of, couldn't see him doing that again, because that, that's something that brought so much attention to that film. Well, like, one of the, was, like, one, a very central theme, really. One of the really awesome storylines that, like, you know, I just saw quickly were, was being, like, kind of toss back and forth about possibilities not from him obviously just people talking would be like uh john brown uh abolitionist who tried to lead a slave result a slave revolt in 1859 and like that'd be pretty cool i would i would say oh yeah that. that'd, be, that'd be cool <laughs> but like a see, western i can as well. almost see him going in another direction to almost like a true grit outlaw in the wilderness yeah you know yeah. i mean slavery obviously is was a huge issue back then right but like Matt said, because Django was so fo- featured on it, focused on it. Yeah, that's true. He will probably go to the other end of the spectrum just to avoid, you know, especially yeah. since it was his last film. Then again, with with Tarantino, who knows? Yeah, who really? He's just knows? gonna, he's gonna do what be, he wants. It'll be interesting to see. So, yeah, definitely. All right, uh, what else so we got? we got a uh, controversial Ooh. bit of news. Uh oh. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is ineligible for the Golden Globes for her voice acting performance in her. It's uh, it's the Golden Globes. Who cares? Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this it's is a precedent. A I don't know if that if that is also is what's there a reason for, why. Uh, they just I, I don't know like exactly if they released a reason why they just they just released said nope. that she's ineligible. What's the name of the film? Uh, her that Spike Jones won with Joaquin Phoenix. You know, or there's it's like uh, I think she plays like a robot, okay. sophisticated operating system of a mobile phone. I'm just confused as to why they would like and and get no reason given. Um, they they just do, due to a rule saying that voice performances are not eligible for acting awards, even though she is like in a live action movie right. and she's like the other like she's the main actress in the movie. Like it sounds, it sounds like one of those like. 
antiquated laws in in film like like when uh uh in when, when tron came out the original tron the uh, academy of motion uh pictures st- stated that it would not be allowed to be entered for um awards for uh special effects because they use computers and that right. that they said well that obviously then we will not allow that right it's right. like it sounds it sounds like something like that where it's the, a yeah, bunch it just of old to be a law that hasn't been like or a rule that hasn't been like bucked and, and it it sounds like oh, just a bunch of old artist type people like no it's not what i want <laughs> yeah exactly so. So, yeah, yeah. It was it kind of a situation almost like in lord of the rings with gollum where he literally was in one of those suits, and no, he did it, the motions and all that. stuff. He's talking to. Uh, it's basically like she plays Siri. Okay. Like, but she, she, they end up having this relationship in the movie. That's the way it works. Because he like, what a sad <clears> man. <throat> he like has this. <laughs> I don't know if it. I, I, I haven't hey, seen don't, the movie. Don't but judge. I, don't I judge. can imagine that it's some sort of psychotic break after a relationship ending, and so he like has develops this possibly real relationship, possibly in his head relationship. And so she like phone. is a is reacts like she she's not like a, you know an operating system anymore. She like right. they have these dialogues and it, and it's all about them Borderline interacting sentience. with each other. Yeah, like they talk hmm. to each other in a way where they're. It's like the whole movie is this relationship building between these two voices. You know, basically. Yeah. So <clears throat> the whole movie is just a dude talking to his phone. I imagine there's other things. But I think there's a lot. The there's actually. Uh, a lot of big names in this: Scarlett Johansson, Amy Adams, Olivia Wilde. A lot of big, sexy names. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Spike Jones's new film. Chris so, I mean, Chris was... Pratt is in it. Yeah, Rooney nice. Mara. Nice. Who is so, that? I keep hearing that name. Chris Parks Pratt, and Parks and Rec guy, among other things. Among yeah, among other things, but <clears throat> that's what he's most known for is Andy on Parks and Rec. He was in uh, Zero Dark Thirty mm-hmm. as like the head uh, Navy SEAL SEAL team guy. All right, mo- right. moving on. Okay, so last piece of news. Uh, this this is exciting for Melissa. <gasps> Universal. Well, it's not that exciting because it's about it moving. But Universal is making a Warcraft movie <gasps> that they will Actually, be moving. I heard about to, that. <laughs> they will be moving it to 2016 though to keep it away from Star Wars Episode Seven, which they think it'll be eclipsed by. Uh, probably. I actually had seen about that. I haven't seen many details, but if they do half as good of a job. With the movie as they do with the cinematics every time they release an expansion, I will pee myself. (laughs) As as a as a stodgy old school fan of Warcraft (laughs) two, yeah, it is a Warcraft movie. So not the World of Warcraft. It's not specifically World of Warcraft. It's probably mm, more me. The um. Oh, if, I, if, yeah. I may, if I may correct you, the World of Warcraft storyline has so fervently deviated from the original premise of Warcraft 1 and 2. Uh, I got nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know when we're going to get Star, Star Are we going to get Star Wars craft? <laughs> is that going to be a thing? There no. is Starcraft. But um, we're gonna get Chris Star is Wars just craft. jealous Star because Wars I craft. far eclipsed him in WoW. <laughs> That's he because never I got... made it to a maximum level character, whereas I have ah. a level 90 raiding priest. Yep, yep, R- wait, reading? Raiding. Oh. Reading. Reading. <laughs> level 90 reading. She's like it's a psychic. So Her character just sits there. She's like, I can read so I, I sit fast. there with a book. Like you don't, like your character does. My character and you have sits to keep there. you have to keep hitting the correct keys. How, to how show much which different one. would the game be if instead of raiding it was reading and it was like, <laughs> oh, me and the guys are going on a, a five person ra- read. 
So you just all read a big book, but you have separate then, parts. Like what's insane it's a two hundred page is, book. So there's four of us. So we each only have to read fifty pages. And then we go. catch each other up on it. My oh, name is Ishmael. Okay, you go. Uh, what's crazy is there are actually books in game. That you get, like, it'll be in your bag, okay. and you can open it up, and it is a novel. And it's, like, hundreds of pages. And it has, at, like, all it is is lore and backstory right. and all that stuff. Wait, how many pages on, on average? Some of them are crazy, like 25 pages or something. <laughs> yeah, some of them are pretty and long. And it's like, <laughs> so it takes text. up a thing in yeah, your bag. You can't text. sell it. <laughs> yeah. You can either put it in your bank or destroy it, and then if you try to destroy it, it gives you this stupid message, and you have to type in all capital letters, delete, just so you can get rid of the stupid book that can you, you don't read. Can you imagine? Unbelievable. Yeah, okay. Unbelievable. So, <laughs> this movie could be intriguing. Uh, currently slated to direct and write is Duncan Jones, uh, who did Moon and yes. Source Code. Ooh, yes. Ah. Uh, Moon was so good. Wait, is he going to do like a weird... Abstract take on it where it's like Warcraft, but then How it's like I hope controlling so. Warcraft. I hope so. I hope so. Where they like halfway through the film, they're like, "We are being controlled." It's basically just like a more realistic version of the South Park. Episode. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Make love, not Warcraft. Uh, slated to that gives me more hope because Moon was just such a phenomenal movie. Oh, yeah. rumored. Sorry, rumored to oh, star. Oh, never mind. Call him. No, no, but no, 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 no. That's he's on. Oh, he's oh, on. Oh, I'm saying rumored to star. Uh, Colin Farrell. Paul Dano. Now, is it live action? That's yeah, amazing. I know. I know. This is going to be intriguing. What? That's insane. You sure this is for the Warcraft movie? Yeah. Does wow. it say if it's live action or animated? I, I, everything I, I'm seeing looks like I it's live it's, action because yeah. I mean, if they're moving it to keep away from Star Wars, then it's going to be live action because there's. I mean, they would they would release an animated film, right? It wouldn't be a big you know. deal if they had it going up against Star Wars. They might be doing be. some kind of Avatar esque. Yeah, because thing. obviously humans, elves, those are going to be easy. Gnomes, you I think it'll be midgets. like Lord of the Rings. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah I mean, that's it's not true. Be much yeah, but um, like the the orcs, the right. trolls, the yeah. draenei, that's going to be hard to do just with makeup. I mean, it's yeah. possible. I think. I mean, I think it'll probably. I mean, with the with the new Hobbit, I think they're they're really pulling in a lot of different mm-hmm. races of people. You know. That well, I'm just thinking of like different. the visual proportions of their faces and stuff like that. It's kind of crazy as to how unnatural some of the races are. So, yeah. Yeah, throw enough money on it, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Have money, we'll make movies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> moving on, let's uh, let's get to some trailers here. So, the first trailer uh, we saw was the machine. Oh, I actually saw that like third. Is that okay? I didn't watch that first. Oh, did you? I, I actually watched that third. Wait, you know what? <laughs> Matt, wait two weeks and then come talk about it. All right, all right. Can I just talk about it next episode? Uh, is that okay? Is that going to be our thing now? Is that going to be a thing? Hey, everybody, me and Parker and uh, and, and, and Melissa are going to talk about a movie. Matt's going to wait a week. Uh, I, didn't want, I wanted to hear your opinion first so I could deviate. Yeah, so, so I could base my opinion off of yours. Am I supposed to love this or hate it? <laughs> Oh, you guys liked it? Parker, I it but I don't know what to say. Parker loved it. Chris hated it. I'm so confused. I'm so neutral. <laughs> Except tonight, it was. It's, there's three of us, so there wouldn't there's unless one opinions. of us. Well, yeah, unless one of us is yes, one of us is no, and, and the other one, one has neutral. no opinion. Right? Then what will you do? Then Matt? we don't know what to do. But I'm otherwise, gonna, there is a kill myself. <laughs> Does not compute. Does ah, not error, does error. How do I disagree? Okay, uh, the machine. <laughs> two, 
computer programmers fall in love as they create the first ever piece of self-aware artificial intelligence, which is designed to help humanity. But things go wrong when the MOD steal... Oh, they cut it off. When the MOD steal their breakthrough and teach it to become a robotic weapon. See, I did not get a single ounce of romance from that trailer. That, that, that's yeah, what, the, the trailer looked, the trailer looked uh, awesome. It was like this crazy sci-fi action horror movie. Yeah. And it's a love story? Well, I I think maybe that's just a, a piece of it. I mean, yeah. I'm, clearly it's... Clearly, it's more of what you just described because I don't yeah, see how they make it into a love story. It's just odd that they would there. even throw that in there because uh, a lot of movies, you know, obviously there ends up being a romantic element or something. Actually, or from that description, it reminds me of uh, what's the Adrian Brody, the really weird Adrian Brody movie where they genetically create splice, splice, splice. Yeah, from that yeah. description, it almost sounds like splice, right? But with, com- with technology, yeah, but with like a robot instead of that. Right. This this thing. trailer, I I, I was going to list off who's all in it, but. There's like nobody of of. of I thought you just said Adrian Brody was in it. No, it was the other movie. Um, well, this the movie one looks, guy looks kind of familiar. Yeah, I don't recognize anybody. Brody Quest. Um, <laughs> Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Adrian so Brody. this the, this movie looks like a combination of like AI and species, right? Um, mm-hmm. and. As far as the special effects are concerned, the movie looks phenomenal. But I question how much storyline there's going to be. I mean, I don't know. It, it doesn't look like... It, I, I I just don't know. I, I, I just don't know how, how much um, storyline can you mine from, from that premise. I, I just don't know what to think. Because, okay, let's, let's look at who is actually... The production company Red and Black Films company hasn't done much that i'm seeing the director hasn't done anything that i recognize and and none of the cast is recognizable so is this pretty much a certified indie sci-fi movie possibly possibly uh but if so they're going a strange route for an indie most indie sci-fi films don't go action big it looks big budget yeah it does the the special effects look phenomenal uh especially when the the artificial intelligence robot thingy is like Walking around all pulsating and glowing, and it just looked really cool. You are already been reviewed, so it must. I have believe been it already festivals. came out in festivals. Yeah, probably the festivals. Yeah, okay. it's had like rain dance and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously, it had the symbol for rain dance for festival. Sundance. No, rain dance. Rain dance is that a different festival? I think so. Yeah. I think there's a lot of satellite. There's too many festivals. There's a lot of satellite festivals. <laughs> it's like a way less Listen, known one. Parker, first you go to Sundance, and if you don't do well there, you're like, <laughs> "Fuck this! I'm going to rain dance." No, 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 so they appreciate me, and they'll just rain after, all over. And me. Just say, there's dance. Burnt there's no, the there's there, there's slam dance. Then <laughs> there's slam dance. Yep, yep. And then there's uh, Sundance Dance Revolution. <laughs> it's, the last, it's the last one you go to. So. This movie has a April 20th... Oh, that doesn't make any sense. That's this year. <laughs> Wait. Right, so that it was released for the... Tr- for the okay, okay for the so I don't know when we're the, getting the, an American... This trailer is definitely new, though. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, so, new. Yeah, yeah. So we're, I don't know when we're, we're not getting screwed up. We're not wrong. Okay. <laughs> Just stop well, judging us. <laughs> moving on. Uh, the, the Muppets Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's all you really need for this. Uh, while on a grand world tour, the Muppets find themselves wrapped into a 
a European jewel heist caper headed by a Kermit lookalike and his dastardly sidekick. <laughs> the list of people involved in this movie is insane. Staggering. As you Just, would expect and, from and, a, I, yeah, I've from been excited since film. I know that Ricky Gervais was signed yep, on to do it. Yep, we got like, Ricky yes. Gervais. Just going down some of the people. We have Tom Hiddleston, Salma Hayek, Lady Gaga, Stanley Tucci. Isn't Kung Fanakis in it? Uh, yes, yes, he is. yes, he is. Again, Christoph once Waltz. reprising his role as Hobo Joe. Yep. <laughs> and um, Danny Trejo I was in it. Tina Fey, Ray Liotta. Dude, Danny Trejo is the best part of that trailer. Oh, I absolutely. Died. I love this so seeing much. Him, waka, seeing, waka. Yeah, seeing him dressed up as Fozzie Bear. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> um, I love the fact that the, 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 the Muppets, the last Muppet movie, was basically just uh, breaking. Um, like this, they just they took the storyline from right. Breaking, um, and and just repurposed it for a, a Muppet film, uh, where they had to save the theater instead of the community center. Right. Uh, <laughs> this time around, it's almost like it's Ernest goes to jail. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Breaking to Electric Boogaloo. No, <laughs> the best. Can it just be that? Because no. that is the greatest movie title of yes. all. No, no. <laughs> the movie not so great, but the title. Uh, the title's great. Yeah, <laughs> but no. This this almost seems like it has the same plot to uh, Ernest, Ernest goes, goes to jail, jail That's where there is <laughs> a frog. Now I want that, to go home and watch. The, oh, the, there is a frog that looks exactly like Kermit, and he <laughs> breaks out of jail and, and replaces him. Doesn't uh, Jim Jim Varney's alter ego in that movie also like the only difference is that he has a mole on his right. face? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that and Jim Varney's Jim Varney's uh, alter ego in that movie is also like, if I remember correctly, just super creepy, and he's yeah. constantly yeah, hitting. Yeah, yeah. yeah he has punches. like slicks his hair back and yeah. he talks <laughs> like he's basically a realistic version of the Ernest character. <laughs> like, yeah, <what>? like a <laughs> really yeah in yeah. real life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I love one of my favorite parts of Ernest Goes to Jail is when. Fake Ernest redecorates the house, and he's walking around in like the smoking jacket and has the girl <laughs> over from the bank. Um, Holy crap! Did we mention Tom Hiddleston? Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't. Oh, okay, I didn't hear that. We didn't. We didn't elaborate. What I love yeah. is since like Thor two and you know Avengers have come out, guys love Tom Hiddleston just as much as women do. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yep, it's true. Yep, it's very true. Um, this movie looks fantastic. Um, I can't wait. I can't see how they, well, I keep saying I can't see how they could go wrong when, let's face it, the Muppet franchise probably has more bad than good at this uh, point. I wouldn't necessarily say that. If you take it, that. the career as a whole, though. If, if you take oh, every single just, movie. Not just films? Not just these films. I'm talking, I'm talking the franchise as a whole. Right. There's probably sure. more bad than good. Sure. Depending on how far reaching you want to go. I would say solely for the feature films, it's probably more good than bad. The okay, only okay, the yeah, only I'll, Muppet I'll the that. only Muppet film at least that I've seen that I really didn't like was uh, Muppets in Space or whatever that one was. It was a later era one. Yeah, right, Muppet yeah Gonzo. Muppet Space. That was really bad, yeah. and I love Gonzo, and he was the main character, and I still hated yeah. it. Yeah, uh, but, but most of the ones that I've seen, I've enjoyed. This uh, this seems to be keeping in in the same step as the last Muppet movie, which was more in step with the original you know, <laughs> Muppet movie. Well, right, I right. think it's kind of funny that they're not repeating themes, but you had the original Muppet movie, and then you had the new reboot. Uh, uh, you know, kind of ties back in the same yeah. thing, but it still had the same feel. And then, you know, there was the Great Muppet Caper, where it was this big heist film, mm-hmm. and now yep. we're having another big yeah, heist Yeah, I, I thought that too, that they're kind of going in line with the 
originals. This mm-hmm. one yeah. definitely has more of like an escapist, uh, you know, thriller feel. So that, that's interesting. I just can't wait to see a full movie where Tina Fey talks in a Russian accent. That, <laughs> that pleases me Dude, in more ways seen, than one. Matt, so. have you, uh, there was a, a great sketch uh, recent. Like I don't watch SNL very much, but I'll catch a sketch here and there. And they had uh, when Tina Fey was on, they had a the trailer for the upcoming season of Girls. You know yeah. that, that Hannah, uh, whatever Hannah or. Lena, Lena, Lena Dunham, Dunham, yeah, that 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 series, and but the new girl is Tina Fey as this immigrant, and she's like, <laughs> yeah, we, she's like, I have been, I have watched my father get killed. They're like, oh my god, I don't know how I'm gonna pay rent. And she's like, oh, it's okay. Like it's like they're totally oblivious. And she's that. like seen the worst horrible stuff, and she's like, what do you do for a job? And she's like, well, I don't know, just like whatever. <laughs> So, <laughs> and then the very end, she's like, "Oh, it's okay that your life's a wreck. You're only 11. She's like, "I'm like 25." She's like, <laughs> <laughs> "That's awesome." So, this movie has a March 21st uh, release date uh, in 2014. So, uh, we'll look we'll look forward to that. Totally. Right. So, moving on, the well, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. <laughs> Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Get a clean one. I'm trying to Hunger get Games. I'm trying to get one without Parker singing. Hunger Games. Chris, why are you getting upset for us singing the theme song to the movie? Yeah. Well, moving on up. Right. That that great that great the theme one. song that they play right after, you know, they <laughs> shoot the guy or whatever. <laughs> moving Fish don't fry in the kitchen. Please don't burn on the grill. Oh, like, oh, I can't wait to see the rest of this movie. This, mo- this episode has so many good opening lines. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. The 75th Hunger Games! Everything. Would you like to be in a real war? Cut No, I have to say goodbye. Cut Remember who the real enemy is. Let it fly. The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Ready PG 13. Buy your tickets now. Katniss Everdeen and Peter Malak. <laughs> Sorry, those names <laughs> are so. T- their names are so old timey. Yeah, I know. It's like you can't not say them like that. Uh, become targets of the capital. After their victory in the 74th Hunger Games sparks a rebellion in the districts of Pan Am. This movie stars Jennifer Lawrence, Liam Hensworth, Jack Quad? Quaid. Quaid? Jack, Jack Quaid. Yeah, that's that's how you'd say that word in every conceivable <laughs> scenario. Fun Matt, of the fact you're not that allowed to say that. All right, I'm just saying. Yeah. It's you know Quaid. what, Matt? You know what, Matt? Fuck off. <laughs> uh, Donald Sutherland, uh, Stanley Tucci... Oh, Who yeah, is so amazing. <laughs> and his teeth are face. so Stanley white. Tucci's the best. I don't know how he became more and of Philip, the future in this movie, but Philip he did it. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. So, yeah. All right, well, because I feel I'm going to be the odd man out here, why don't you guys start? <laughs> I have not me. I have not read the books either, if that's what you mean. I have not read the books, <laughs> so two and I us, adored the movie. I, oh. thought, I thought Matt was going to say I, hadn't, I didn't see it. <laughs> I, didn't see it. <laughs> I honestly oh, thought that. Oh, too. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> I also didn't see no, it. I didn't so. see it. No, what is hilarious oh, yeah. is that Matt and Chris 
communicated, let's go to the movie theater, ironically, a block and a half away from our house. Yeah. And like a mile from mine. Saturday, two o'clock show. Right. So Chris and I get there. We sit down. We're like, oh, Matt's probably going to be late as usual. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Matt, punctual the la- man. The la- <laughs> well, punctual man. By punctual. Well, for me, late to the movies is when you roll in. That's late. It's yeah, still we, like five minutes till it starts. That's early. We no, get there 20 no. to 30 minutes early <laughs> okay. every time. So well, I'm a dick when it goes to going to the movies on time. <laughs> so, you know, we're we're sitting there eating our sh- Swedish fish and drinking our soda. And we're like, hmm, maybe Matt forgot. So, so I text Matt. Yeah. No response. Text, blah, 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 blah. I Watch the movie. Go home. Two days later, I get a call. <laughs> Matt just randomly calls me. Hey, how's it going? I'm fine. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I I was I thought it was weird too because because you made a post about like or a comment about like hey I can't find Chris I'm trying to find him for this thing and uh, like that Friday you had made a post on Facebook that said leaving Facebook for the weekend goodbye all yep or something well, like that so I thought he was like off the grid and like oh, I was trying to avoid. Like, What's Spoilers on, for the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. Oh. So we were like, we're going off. It was so, it was so, <laughs> it was so cryptic. See, it just I, on shutting my off Facebook, Facebook page, on and my I, Facebook page, I explained why I was not going to okay. be on Facebook. Yeah, did I not. didn't, I didn't feel like <laughs> catching the ridicule that I knew I'd catch. So I just said, I'm so, going off Facebook. So let me just, let me just do my end of this yes, because I yeah. went to the movie theater about seven or eight minutes early. It was really packed. There were a bunch was, of teenage yeah. girls already in line and I was like, Ooh, damn! If Chris isn't here yet, there's I some better. Nice girls here. I, what? Ooh, damn! There's some nice girls here. <laughs> no, and then I ended up going out with one. I didn't go. To the movie. She was but like he fourteen. But got her home before Chris. Uh, anyway. that's the important. Part. Anyway, yeah, her parents were fine with it. Um, anyway, oh, anyway, so I was in line to buy tickets, and I was like, oh, I better call Chris and see if I need to get him a ticket. Called him, no answer. Right. Left him a message like, "Hey, I'm here in line." If well, you... I never got any of these messages, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Whatever. So I just go in, and I'm like, all right, well, it's fine. It looks like it's not going to sell out. I'll just save a seat next to myself and whatever. And I texted Chris like, hey, I have a seat here you ready for text? you. No, didn't get this yeah. text. I have a seat here ready we for you. We also I never got their calls. Seat. I never got their calls. Uh, so I, I you know, send them a text. Movie's over. I'm like, wow. Uh, go out of the theater. Now, there is bad signal, at least for me, yeah, same in here. that theater. So this is probably what caused all the mass confusion. But I left, and I was like, I never got a call back or anything. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really weird of Chris I thought to something just totally blow me off. I thought something came up I was up like, but it's Matt. whatever. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I was right, like, right, because like, something, something came, came up. up. It's not, I wouldn't expect Chris to call me. It's right. Like, if he had to go to the hospital, I wouldn't be like, hey, Matt, sorry, I can't come to see the Hunger Games. Well, I'm not even thinking that level. Just like, whatever, if something came up. it's right. like. I, but I at least expected him like later in the day to be like, hey, sorry. sorry never heard it. anything. See, so like, was- after two days, I was like, holy shit. I even left a message for Chris on Facebook <laughs> tagging him in it. And he never responded. I was like, I am legitimately worried that he's like, yeah. not okay. So yeah, r- randomly. And I was like, and this was also part of my thought process. I was like, oh, man, Melissa hasn't been on Facebook either. <laughs> she always posts stuff like about something. Like, there's no cat pictures or anything. I don't see any trace of her this weekend. I really hope they're okay. So I like Sunday night. I'm like, I just got to call him. I just got to see if everything's all right. And if, if I don't get an answer then, I might have to go up to their house and see if they're even home. Because so it's so far up. away. Yeah. So I like call him up and I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? 
Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Why are you I was, me? I was really confused. Like, what? <laughs> well, He's like, you live? He's like, yeah. yeah. Why? And I knew and it then, was kind of a big deal because he paused Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> so the moral, we were um, watching the You got episode, a Doctor Who pause. We were watching the episode before the 50th anniversary in preparation for the 50th. So he was like all gung ho that day. We're like, because we were going to watch Doctor Who all day long. And then he's like, hang on. <laughs> this is important. This is important. This is important. Matt's calling. No. He doesn't do that when I hurt myself. He gave me <laughs> attitude when I stepped on a rusty nail and he had to take me to urgent care. <laughs> it was, hey. hey. Hey, Chris, Chris, no explanation necessary, man. I know you appreciate me. <laughs> you don't need to say anymore. No, but the so, moral of the story is that Hunger Games made me think that Chris was dead. <laughs> so, so. Maybe he right. was. Considering he had a heart attack before the age of 25, this was a legitimate it concern, was a concern of my yeah, okay, well, I'm, In the end, as a, as a third party here, were you at the same show? Yeah. Yes, yes, we were. Yes, we were. And you just and I, didn't and I see, see each other. other. Supposedly, they looked around the theater. We I looked, looked for him. back. He looked I was for in us. The very, I was pretty close to like one of the front rows where, yeah, people where all the teenagers seated. were. Yeah. Yeah, all them <laughs> girls. So I <laughs> looked back, and I didn't see them. Yeah. It was yeah. Weird. weird. So anyway. <laughs> Meanwhile, Matt's like, hey. Hey, how you doing? Hey, lady. No, I'm going to get into You the, ever read a book? I'm going to get into <laughs> the actual experience of see, no, yeah, was which was the say. opposite. What of he any missed good. were those dramatic fake quotation marks. He looked for us. <laughs> no, I really did. Wink. I really did. That's that's crazy. So uh, effort huge. What it, yeah. yeah. What did you? Uh, what did What did you guys think? Uh, I guess we'll go. Uh, well, Matt, why don't, why don't you start us off? What What did you think of sure. Catching Fire? Really quick, uh, since we do have four people, I thought it was very good. I thought it was an improvement on the first film, and I, I generally liked the Hunger Games movie. Um, speaking as someone that has not read the books, I generally liked the first one. Didn't think it was amazing. Didn't think it was a movie to write home about. But I thought it was pretty good for what it was. This one, I felt like achieved more of what I would say probably the books are going for, which is a pretty darn good post-apocalyptic, uh, you know, young young adult action uh, story, action-oriented story. And uh, I feel like it fulfilled that. It was gritty and emotional at times, which I feel like the first one, despite the subject matter, really wasn't, you couldn't call it gritty at all. Uh, I felt the the second one touched upon that more. And uh, that was g- very good. Um, I thought the performances were better. I thought the story was better. The story itself was more compelling. Uh, yeah, overall, I really liked it. Okay. Pass. Uh, Ma- Ma- Melissa, what did you think? Of I, too, games? have not read the books. However, I loved the first one. I really, really loved this new one. I think that... Uh, Across the board, I really liked that it's starting to get a little darker with, um, we had talked about it, obviously, at home, um, a reluctant hero, and the whole, the fact that she cannot control this insane rebellion that apparently she has started. And um, as a girl, I would like to say, costuming, makeup, visual, fantastic, so I uh, I liked it all all across the board. I thought it did it did a great job, and um, I can't wait for the next one. I didn't. I kind of wish that maybe there was like a little more 
to the story instead of because obviously they're setting it up for multiple films and blah 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 so they always just have to kind of stop it somewhere but that's just a personal i don't like when they do that type thing hmm. and 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 parker <coughs> as the one person who has read the books yeah i uh i love the first one uh but when i was watching it i thought i don't know how good of a movie this is if you haven't read them uh and and it is kind of the the concern i've heard from a lot of people who've seen it but didn't read it is that they really didn't develop a lot of the characters because they just couldn't, you know, it was just like near impossible to like fit all of that into the time that they had since they had to get to the hunger games. The, the, the most exciting part, the part that everybody was waiting for. And so this one, I felt like they, you know, they had a little bit more time. Some of the major characters had already been developed in the first one. So they kind of can piggyback off that. But again, like if you haven't read it, like there's characters that are major characters that I, they have just not had any time to develop. Like, for instance, like uh, Lenny Kravitz's character, Senna, the the costume guy, he is like a major character, and like he had in, two or in, three lines in yeah, the first one. In the first one, he, he had, he had one minutes. or two lines in this one, and then he's getting beat up, and she's like, "Oh no!" And you're like. I guess, like, I, I've read it, so I know what's going on, but if you haven't read it, you might be like, you know, she's upset, clearly, because somebody innocent's being beaten, but, like... Well, and also, like, from someone who hasn't read the books, she obviously <clears throat> cares about him as a friend because of what they went through the first time and stuff like that. Right, I had it, no idea he was a major character. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like he takes up, like, as much of the book as, obviously, Katniss or Peter or, Peter or whatever... Peta and all those other guys, but like it's still he's he's developed enough that you like now you are really upset when he's when he gets attacked because you're like no off topic question is it Peter or Peta uh, Peta yeah Pita. I just said it wrong so, and now is it P I T A like the no, food P E E T A okay I, I just now realized going through IMDb that Effie the crazy yeah. Yeah. You know, lady that you didn't the, know who she was. was. I didn't know that was Elizabeth Banks. You didn't? <laughs> I had Bro. no idea. I just now realized that's crazy. That actually makes me really respectable, Elizabeth Banks, because that character is yeah, far that, out, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, I think that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, she, yeah she's, she's a great special bird. And it's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because Pamela and I have been uh, kind of going back through uh, 30 Rock and we're just about caught up, and she's a pretty great role. As Jack's, Banks, as Jack's uh, like w- wife and mother of his baby daddy, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, so <laughs> she's she's yeah she's great in it. That but that character too, they were able to do a little bit with her in this one, you know. But like, there's some complex characters that you when you're reading the book that you come across, you know, because Elizabeth Banks's character is like this, you know, she's like this, you know, capital. She's through and through. She's like 100 percent like bought into this whole lie that they've been given, you know, that all the people have been given. But yet at the same time, she realizes like she can, she's not blind. She sees like the problems and she sees the way Katniss is reacting and Pete. Well, and reacting. I think the, big, has, the biggest thing you know, that, that the movie portrayed well is that she truly has grown to care for these people. Right. For sure. And, and even, even if she on a societal level, approves of the Hunger Games is, and is certainly a part of this institution, she feels great sorrow for the fact that this 
means that they're probably like she's not going to see them again. Right. Well, it's the closest thing we we get to to seeing how like like cuz a lot of the people in the capital when they think about the Hunger Games, it's just like this concept that they're like, "Yay! Gladiator Coliseum It's just entertainment thing. to right. them. But like she gets to see this personal side of it and it's like, you know, she's conflicted, you know, because she's she hasn't completely sold out. But um that being said, the the Hunger Games part of this, the um the the what the quorum, the quell, the quarter quell or whatever, th- this one I think was way better looking and it was actually like near exactly what I pictured when I was reading it, like in terms of the thing in the center and them running out and the, like the clock and all that stuff. It's exactly like I envisioned it like with the with the fog coming out and the monkeys and the and the mocking jays or the jabber jays or whatever, and it was just like, what? How? Did I do will this? say, it I was, was not so expecting crazy psychotic monkeys. Yeah, Wasn't expecting it. They're scary as hell, man. Well, yeah. I've just been sitting here listening to you guys nerd out about this film, and I here can't believe go. that we saw the Debbie same movie. Downer. I I don't like Jennifer Lawrence. No, 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 She's no, 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 no. ugly. Oh, nope, nope, nope. Let me, let me, let me. <laughs> no, I don't think there's a person so on this planet that thinks Jennifer Lawrence is ugly. <laughs> if I was a dude, I would totally, totally do her. Now, go ahead, Chris. No, no, no. I'm, I, 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 apparently, I can't have an opinion on this podcast. <laughs> no, I, I liked this movie for the first 15 minutes. Yeah. I thought that when they did the whole... Um, like, like Melissa had brought up, the reluctant hero. I thought they were going to go like a Spartacus route at first, because I've not read the books. Um, so I thought, oh, that, that's a really neat angle. I really I really dig that angle. The whole, like, she doesn't, she didn't ask for this role. Right. It's being forced upon her by the people. Right. I thought, that's great. And then the Hunger Games starts, and it becomes the same movie that I saw last time that I was bored to tears with. Where, okay, they're training, and I don't care. And they're doing these games, and I don't care. And they're dressing up, and I don't care. Maybe. I was more interested in the right. Every, every time they brought up, like they they could bring up her sister, yeah, about like what was going on outside. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's what I want to see. Right, I want to know what's going on in the district. All right, like, well, I care less about what's going well, on in this. That is arena. definitely something that I thought watching it, having read it, I thought they really not talking about everything else like there's a lot going on and it's really really interesting and makes this story worth reading i will say though that you made it seem like it was only 15 minutes i feel like that actual part of the story it might have been the first half of the film or yeah even half of the no 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 not even they don't get to the training until at least maybe maybe two-thirds of the way through. No, no, no. no. What are you, insane? Are you, you yeah. serious? Oh, yeah. yeah, no. Well, I, I, say, I, I, I think say, it was at no. least like 40 minutes till they got the train. The Hunger Games itself takes up at least... It's a long movie. I would and say that the Hunger Games It's a two-and-a-half-hour film. It's a two-and-a-half-hour right. movie. I, so maybe, maybe half an hour. I, I right. thought maybe so half like, an hour. So 15 minutes, I could see going to a half an hour. Yeah, but like, it's not like it was like... Uh, and then like the games happened. Over the majority of the film. The Hunger Games was over the majority of the film. No, I I thought it was almost three distinct segments, really. Well, I, I in, thought in, it was in the any first, case. The first seg- here's how I kind of divide the film in my mind. And of course, none of us can prove this until we like get the file and <laughs> and like divide it. But I would say that the first third at least of the movie was spent on outside of the games, their experiences going and the through tour the train. districts. Yeah, going through the districts and then following that her coming back home. And uh, 
Philip Seymour Hoffman's character trying to break her down and all that. I would say that takes up about a third of the movie. And then moving into the Capitol and the training, maybe the next third, maybe a little bit less for that portion. Say, I, I, and I, then, I don't think I didn't. Well, in any case, in any case, that means I liked the beginning of the film and the enough. rest of it I didn't like. Well, I think you're also not thinking on a grander scheme because this is the second film of a series. This is yeah, but, and, and, but to be fair, it's it's its own movie, so like true. you know, it's not like you could but, say, "Don't worry, it'll get better." You you know, it's true, supposed to be true, good. True, true, but I feel like future films are. I mean, obviously, I don't know the story because I haven't read the books, but I think it's going to focus more on this story right, here. Right. So it's not like it's just. I'm just thrown I'm away. just judging. I'm just judging this movie on its own thing. And I did come up with. I I, I sat and I thought about it past disliking of jennifer lawrence i'm gonna have to recant she is good here's my problem i hate her character i hate katniss and so because i've seen i think jennifer i think hunger games was the first time i saw jennifer lawrence in anything i think i just kind of associated her with that character why why i really hate her character why do you hate katniss um I just hate the fact that like she jumps from one guy to another, can't make up her mind, she doesn't know what the hell she's well, doing half the time. She jumps from literally one guy to another. And There's then back no again, more. and then back again. Right, but and, this, is, like, this, is, this is why I think that the third book is not nearly as good as the first two books, in that the third book does spend a lot of time that they, they've been already setting the scene for it in the first two movies, but the third book is like, this love story part of it, this oh, love okay. triangle part of it, where it really gets hashed out. And that part is, like, the worst. Because you're like, do you realize that you're, like, about to break down a thing that's, An entire like... entire society. Right. Like, who cares? An entire world who structure. Like, who yeah. cares? But, and, and, that, and that part has been, like, a lot of, like, Pamela feels the same way. And a, a couple people I've talked to that have read all three books, they are like, if they could have cut that part out, it would have been the perfect Yeah, I trilogy. doubt I doubt they're going to completely cut it out. No, of they're movies, not. So. But, I'm, but I'm saying, like, we, we're saying if we could cut it out of the books. Yeah. But, oh, okay. like, you know that okay. they're not going to cut it out of the movies because, I mean, that's what. It's already know. been established. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Going back to what Chris was saying, I think this might be a boy-girl type of thing because. As a girl, I can't completely relate to this character because I have never been stuck between two gorgeous men who are vying for my attention because I'm so amazing and wonderful. It, it's it's usually just me. But Chris, also, you, Chris, Chris also you haven't had that situation when the, it's society yeah. as you know it is crumbling. Yeah, <laughs> with society crumbling around me, but I'm the the saving light, and you know I just you know, murdered people to save myself. But from a, a female perspective, she has history versus some un tan, intangible connection, and she bounces back and forth because she she has no idea which one is better for her. Mm, okay. And, I mean... Well, she she is most certainly not my major she, problem with this movie. Yeah, she is one also, minor gripe with a huge other major problem. The other thing you have to think about is she is a young girl. And young girls are retarded. Okay. That's true. I was one. <laughs> you don't want to know what it's like. I, I think the 
best example of that is actually sitting through this movie. Because oh yes, yes, you were, you were you were telling us about my this. predominant audience of this film was uh, young girls, age range I don't know twelve to seventeen. And the girls I, behind yeah. us kept talking about. Well, I had to ask my dad if I could totally come to this movie, and I'm they like, became Valley Girls. Yes, they were. They did. You, you didn't. I you wasn't paying attention. To them. I, I oh, you were too, playing Jetpack Joyride. I was too. I was too angry at the movie. This is before the movie. Uh, I, I also sat in front of uh, two teenage girls, and uh, they the first thing that I heard them talk about is the fact that they were so disappointed that their mom made them come to the Effort of Maine instead of seeing it at Penn again. Because apparently they had seen this movie already. They were coming for a second time <laughs> just to ruin it for good old Matt. <laughs> so the entire movie... Every time something you're of not a member of that Facebook sig- page. <laughs> Every time something of it, no, I'm not. Every time something of extreme significance was about to happen, I'd hear something like, "Oh my gosh, here it comes!" <laughs> oh no, that's the best. Oh no, like any before any I'm character just death. I'm just picturing like, Matt oh, just like man. turning his head and just giving them the death stare of like, Shut. I did nothing. I did nothing uh. because that's the wor- here's the worst thing about teenage girls. If you do, if you yell at them or be mean to them or show them how life really is, you feel like a piece <laughs> of shit. Maybe and then you what do. What good does that do? I feel vindicated. <laughs> well, I, I, feel guess, like, yes. I guess that's the difference between you and me, Chris. What I don't counts out of my experience. I don't understand why it was such a problem to go to Effort of Maine. They just upgraded to fully digital projectors. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's the same movie experience. It's just an Ephrata instead of Linnets. Teenage it's, girls it's, do not understand these words. <laughs> they, um, they, they do not. So, I guess, you know, for, for, for me, my final thought was this. I, I walked out of this theater thinking, okay, I'm, I'm going to compare this to, for, 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 for right or wrong, I'm going to compare this to my experience with Harry Potter. Where I watched the first two Harry Potter movies and I thought, I can either watch another one of these or I can stab my own eyes out. <laughs> Uh, but hate, then there was the third it. one, and then Prisoner of Azkaban happened, and I'm like, right. okay, now I'm on board. Right now, because that's a great, that's a legitimate yeah. great movie. So Gary I Oldman, I have exactly, I haven't given up on this series. Not that I had a lot invested in it in the first place, <laughs> but I'm not. Uh, Chris has bought stock in this movie. <laughs> Why did he do that? Damn it! People he has love it, merchandise he's waiting to wear. That's right. <laughs> um... No, I mean, when, when the third one comes out, I will definitely give it a shot. Now, if the third one sucks, mm-mm, done. Done, 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 done. I'm not watching the next six or however many more there are. There's <laughs> two more. They're There's splitting two, the next one halfway into 16 there. movies. <laughs> how, how many books are there? Three. There's three. but they're, There's three books, so there's going to be six honestly, movies. Like, they're going to break the last two down into three parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, the... the, the um, they we we were all saying like a couple of people that that have read the books at, at work we were saying that they should have made the first book two movies and then the last book they could have made one movie because or like a featurette the first, like the a first hat, like movie the first book is they had to cut out so so much like if you would read it you'd be like wow my my dad read the first one and he said ah. Oh. It was amazing. It was wonderful. I'm going to read right. the next one. Then he read the second one. He said, I, yeah. I'm i going to have to finish this, but right. this is going to be hard. <laughs> yeah, the the first book's really good. I I think it's, she suffered, uh, Suzanne Collins suffered from what a lot of like bands and authors and movie makers suffer from. No one's in saying that, no? <laughs> no, no, in that they make something amazing that probably took them quite a while to make. 
And then it's so amazing that they're like, when's your next thing? We need to see it. Oh, I get you. And like, maybe like she had some of catching fire done. So she's like, okay, I'll finish it up. And she releases it. It's a sophomore slump. And then, yeah. And then you got the third book and it's like, get it out as soon as possible. Everybody's frothing in the mouth. I've heard a lot of people like the second book the best. Yeah, I mean, it goes back and forth, but but uh, but the third book, most I mean, some people I've I've heard of a few people liking it, but the the third book is generally like, you know, the weakest link, the weakest of Chris. The before you kind of hinted that there's something central that you really didn't like about this movie. What yes, what is did. that? Um, again, just the the idea that there was so much more going on outside of this arena because I didn't care about what was going on in the arena. I cared about what was going on outside of it. Yeah, so but I, don't I, you think that that's kind of I mean ended up being the catalyst of yeah. like that. And again, it was it, 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 I felt that the movie repeated itself. And again, during the whole games aspect of it, I'm like, it I did, saw this it movie kind before. Of it did. I saw this it before. did. But it, as as they went on, I feel like there were some key differences. Um, I I don't know. I don't know how to talk about it without being spoilerish. Yeah. So I just. Well, I mean, uh, I don't. I mean, I, 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 other than me saying like I just didn't like this movie for those reasons. I mean, I don't think we have to go into yeah. specific plot points of yeah. why. I just I just I, felt that it, it the movie repeated itself. I don't know. And again and again, it's with any movie like this. With with really any movie, you're going to be limited by the scope of the character that you choose to see the action through. Right. In this case, it is indeed a teenage girl. So. Entire- Which would make me think he could relate far better than a strong masculine yeah. hero. Yeah, that's true. You you should be okay. I with share this. a lot of tra- traits with teenagers. Yeah, you apparently. both have the, you both have the similar hair thing going. Wait, first I of don't, all, and uh, I, I, hey, listen, <laughs> you have no idea. This this is this is a lot of work here. I have to brush and wash this. Okay? Right. So again, well, what's awesome is he's so colorblind. He wouldn't know if I replaced his entire wardrobe with pink. Pretty much. Wow. So that all right, moving amazing. on. Uh, that would be amazing. No, I, but kind of finishing my thought. Like, so you're limited by that, and that's kind of the unique trait of this is that it's not just another. It's not just another post-apocalyptic movie. Right. It's a post it's a post-apocalyptic movie told through the eyes of a teenage girl and how she's kind of a central figure. Obviously not the only one. I mean, that's even revealed at the end of this movie is that she's clearly not the only one pulling strings here right, and getting right. the action moving. Uh but but nonetheless you're seeing it through her eyes, so you are kind of limited by that. And I feel like either you kind of take that and you're like, yeah, this is like I'm cool with this. I'm cool with this character and seeing this or you're not on board and you're like, fuck this. I want to see Everything else that's happening. Now, the other thing that that kind of makes me think is it really almost pulls over into the world of, oh, it's another year, it's another Hunger Games. With, you know, they don't have that control. The society is, you know, gridlocking these people into no freedom. And that's kind of how your viewing experience was. And that might shed more light or from the look you're giving me, not. Okay. In other words, your experience is symbolic, Chris. I guess the I hardships, the hardships of the Hunger <laughs> the Games, are reflected for, through your hardships of watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> or just, he's just a grump. I just, I was just. <laughs> I, I also agree with that theory. I just so I, I, I hate to uh, say that Matt was right, but um, I do have to go back. I, Going and checking out runp.com, which is a great website and app if you want to know when to go to the bathroom during a movie. They will tell you when there is a lull 
in the action. Mm-hmm. And uh, about 67 minutes into the movie, there's a four-minute break for you to go to the bathroom when Katniss dis- displays her chosen skill and b- and bows. Okay. So Thank you. that means that 15 minutes before that is when the training starts. So that what we're talking about, 45 52 minutes. minutes. Oh, yeah, 52 so minutes. 52 minutes in is when the training starts officially. Okay, so my, here, here, here's here's my theory. Here's my theory on yeah. it. Watch the throne, um, baby. Watch the throne. The uh, <laughs> the first part was so good that my brain compressed it, and then the, <laughs> the last part of it was just just so <laughs> long, oh! so long and drawn out. I'm just like so bad. <laughs> or you're just crazy. I, I guess. I, like I said, I know I'm the odd man out here because I knew going into this, I'm like, I'm going to be Chris, the only one here who didn't like this. Let's Okay, let me just talk about my favorite scene in the movie because this is from the segment that you liked. I thought the okay. best scene of this movie did come at the beginning when they stop at the first district. That I'm not was gonna, awesome. I think that is a very powerful, oh, yeah, yeah. very well-written, like, especially for a PG-13. No, yeah, I, and they, they really, teenage, that's they really, really skated that PG-13. That, they did, and that's a great scene. She did. I, I, I cried that entire scene. I totally teared up during that. That was soups like, emotional. from the speeches, and then mm-hmm. what happened afterwards, yeah. I was sitting there, and I'm like, Aah! Yeah, I was like, this is not a cool movie. <laughs> You should not be doing this to me in a room full of teenage girls. <laughs> and every time I cry at the movies, I get the same look from him as, oh, God, be strong, not woman. Again. Be strong. Not again. I hope no one sees. <laughs> no, it's not that. I just like, I keep thinking, really? This is what, ge- okay. I guess I'm a little more dead on the inside than I thought. <laughs> you always manage to surprise well, yourself. See, anyway. Um, so, I cry a lot yep. every night thinking about you. <laughs> Wait, a good Good crying or bad? <laughs> <laughs> crying like I miss him because he's at work? Or well, crying Melissa's like... got to go. Sorry. <laughs> hey, you look, at, guys, you look at your life and realize, ah, damn it, regretting every decision. This is, the, so this, is, this is how the Melissa Lobach saga ends. All right. So well, anyway, let's uh, let's wrap this up because this is going to be a really long episode. Slap slap a rating on this bad boy since you'll clearly be the lowest rating. All right, my my rating is going to be uh, um. Let's see. I'm going to try to get these numbers right. I'm going to go with uh, five out of thirty-two. Oh, uh, Stanley wow. Tucci t- teeth. That's thirty-two teeth. I don't know how many teeth are I thought thirty-two. How many teeth are <laughs> what uh 200 <laughs> you're really bad at this aren't you i don't I, know i don't know 3200 i don't know I somewhere 32 <laughs> how many how many are there are, are there less i think there's more no, maybe i don't know i thought there was like 29 see how many 32 <laughs> get out of here <laughs> oh no you are dead on sir Hot 30 damn. yeah oh, oh yeah Good does that job. include wisdom teeth though who I cares? Do not know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> do not know. Among permanent teeth, sixteen are right. found in the Mexico. Well, I'm, I'm going. I'm going five out of thirty-two. Stanley Tucci chompers. Because damn, those, those suckers. Are <laughs> oh, white. we never even touched upon no. the fact that he's, he's so, so good. He's so. <laughs> I will say this. He's I will so say. Tucci I, I will this say this. <laughs> I did really like Stanley Tucci <laughs> in this movie. Did you not? His I laughter. did really like. <laughs> Just when he when he the comes Hunger out, Games. he didn't even have to say anything because in the trailer they don't have him. Katniss Seventeen, the girl on fire. Just just his mannerisms are perfect. He's like so yes, great. yes. So, so great. All right, uh, Melissa, would you like to give a rating? I will give it four and a half out of five Jabber Jays. There you go. I'm gonna give it 
Uh, 17 out of 20 awful boils that appear on people's skin with dude, those poisoning. That scene is Dude, ridiculous. when you're reading it, that they were saying like that, that all the, and you're like, ugh. And then I was thinking when I was going to see it, I'm like, I don't know how they're going to do it. And then they did it. I'm like, well, holy crap, and that, they did that's it. That's another thing that sold this movie for me because in the first one, everyone was like, uh, they don't really make her go through anything. Like her hair is pretty the whole time. And in like this one, they just like put her through the fucking ringer. <laughs> she's like, covered she's in like, boils. She just looks like she has oh the worst God. cancer. <laughs> See, again, well, I don't. this episode will be too long if me and you just argue about Because I'm like, she didn't go through the ringer. Not near enough for when okay. I want my character okay. to go through the ringer. Okay. I want him to go through the ringer. So, so basically, basically, you just, Captain Kirk fight. Yeah, basically, I, you want somehow this to be like old boy level of torture. I, I, I was like, I was like, still be a PG thirteen. The second, movie. the second, I wanted the, I wanted the hammer scene. The second, the, the second that present, the second that uh, what's his name, President Snow, yeah, shows yes. up at her house. I'm like, oh, her family's dead. They're not making it through this movie. PG thirteen. PG thirteen. You know what? Maybe, maybe I just wanted this to be R. Anyway, Parker, yeah. why don't you slap? Uh, you, you you just recently watched Battle Royale. What's your? That was your problem. I did. I did you rewatch. Not, I did rewatch for like you the fourth time. Did not time. see that because then you then you're like immediately like it's gonna get. Vi- oh, what? Why is nobody dying? Why is nobody <laughs> just on. massacring? Why each are other? they shooting <laughs> stupid monkeys when they could be shooting each other? <laughs> uh, anyway, Parker, anyway. why don't you? Uh, why don't you I give on it. This? Uh, hunger out of games. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Parker's keeping it going. Uh, rating addendum. <laughs> Catching fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag catching fire. Hashtag catching fire. <laughs> All right. Well, that about wraps it up here for us on End of the Critic. As always, want to remind everybody to check out the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, like us there. Uh, get into the uh, the discussions. Uh, get, in, get into the mix. Um, we update often with news and trailers and things of that nature. Uh, also, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, rate and review us there. That always helps. Uh, tell a friend. Get somebody else to listen to it because then you can talk. But then about you have it. to also continue. If you get a friend and then you stop, it doesn't. It doesn't help, help us. us out at all. Right. So uh, unless as, you get two friends, then feel free to stop. Yep. Uh, as always, want to uh, thank uh, Bobby Roberts for the use of our theme <laughs> that, That's giving me this look of like, yeah, yeah, you're going to do yeah, it again. Huh? You ready for more, huh? Melissa, what do you feel about Chris's obsession with Bobby Roberts? Yeah, uh, uh, She interviewed him clearly once. Clearly a prolific um, man. No, I'm not, I'm not even making that up. I, she interviewed yeah. him once. When you interviewed him, did, how could you hear him through all of his money? Yeah. Was it um, ruffling? It was via email. BTW. Hmm, okay. And uh, I thought Chris was going to pee himself. Because I... Is his I... email address Bobby Roberts at richass.com? <laughs> no, but uh, I, I work surprising. for... Surprising. I used to work at uh, hats.com, mm-hmm. and he is a very big fan of a specific type of hat. Mm, gold, so. gold hats. <laughs> One of them king hats. Sweetie, you so, might as well stop trying to be serious. Oh, yeah. That's what they're called. Most crowds. of this is going to get cut because they just do this every yeah. time. But he's actually a very nice gentleman, and I'm friends with him on Facebook. Nice. I'm not even friends with him on Facebook. Well, wow. How can you not be nice when the life is giving you so much? He's oh, actually, his wife uh, works with a shelter that uh, does a lot of stuff with uh, mm. rescue cats. Mm. And yeah, they most did like a models, most good, trophy wife models. Good to see to the rich giving back. Yeah. And um, they did a video that was basically, it was these shelter cats as the crew of Star Trek. Nice. <laughs> on a little bridge made out of cardboard. Very nice. That's really adorable. That's adorbs. So I, I'm just ignoring you guys and going on with the cute. 
Um, but yeah, you can eat. Uh, th- yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 Geek I, Remixed, available for free online. There you go. Get, check out Geek Remixed. Um, I also want to give a shout out. Uh, Enter the Critic was mentioned on uh, Ninjas vs. Podcast's latest episode. Oh, I missed that one. Yeah, they gave, gave us a bit of a shout out and su- suggested we review. Some dumb uh, thing. Something stupid. <laughs> something stupid, guaranteed. Tell, tell them to put it on the Facebook page. Some stupid. I was actually thinking it would be fun because, and I'm just throwing this idea out right now on the show. Uh-huh. I think it'd be fun. This is the best time for a I know, I know. This is the a, best a time. A rap battle? Well, I'm mentioning it <laughs> because we can before. see if people have interest. They have great response on their show because they include so much audience participation. I thought it'd be fun if people... Started throwing out movies for us to review, we and, we, and we we do shotgun reviews where we have one minute, mm. oh. one minute could be any movie. If we even if we haven't seen it, we just watch a trailer and we're like, "Well, this looks dumb," okay. and we just talk about it for a minute. Like okay, it. yeah, that's a great. That's a great. See, idea. I thought you were going to suggest reviewing Ninja vs. Podcast. We could do that too. <laughs> the I, movie. And it would also be a one minute review. I thought you were going to suggest shooting ourselves with shotguns. <laughs> And that'd be a good idea too, because it would shotgun save us a reviews. lot of time and suffering. We just shoot each other with, <laughs> and shotgun. then review the shot. <laughs> so, all right, well, yeah, that's uh, well, yeah. If, uh, if 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 we can get enough uh, Facebook yeah, participation, yeah, we get some people out there, um, absolutely. Yeah, Does we'll my participation do. count? Sure, sure. Why not? Throw up a movie. Yep. You can finally get Chris to watch Head. <laughs> He's st- hey. that bastard still has not watched that movie. It's it's. On the list. It's on the list. That's we right. own it. It's on YouTube. You can't avoid this movie. <laughs> the, list is, the list is literally two movies long, and somehow hers is on spot 300. <laughs> My list is massive. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because when we Chris's met, list, I like... had Netflix. Yeah. And I said, Netflix is the greatest thing ever. And then guess who took over my ah. Netflix queue? I don't get any discs. You know, they have profiles now. Well, they no, do, she was so but excited. But I don't get discs. Right. The all discs the discs tough. are his. <laughs> Luckily. Chris owns all the discs. Every Luckily. once in a while, every once in a while, she'll be like, um, can we put this, uh, this Shakespeare, David Tennant thing? And I'm like, I guess. Yeah, the David Shakespeare te- uh, Hamlet. Yeah. The David Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. David, the Shakespeare. The David Shakespeare. Shakespeare's Hamlet with Patrick Stewart and David Tennant. I was like, can I please put it to the top? He's like, well, <sighs> can you wait like a week? And I'm like, I had taxi. I forget what I had. I had taxi driver. And um, if you were a friend, know a couple in which the husband has been hogging the Netflix queue. <laughs> please report to the marriage and crisis hotline. <laughs> Well, like, luckily, I stream most of the stuff, but every now and then, there's all, something that's She was also late. very excited when they got the profiles, because she could stop siphling, like, rifling right. through all of the black exploitation right. kung Melissa, fu just, films I was watching. Melissa, just, just let out the pain. Yes. It's, it's better if we just talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's what we're you doing. Don't, you, don't need to, you don't need to hide from him here. Yeah. It's better. You don't need to hide from him it's here. It's better if I would just become so abusive and <laughs> hit him. This will take me five hours to edit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost an it's, hour and a half. It's 20 minutes longer than normal. It's you have no idea. You have no idea. First off, I'll he cannot it edit It'll with me, me no on the time. same floor of the house. <laughs> That's not true. I just put my headphones on. Yeah, but then right, you grumble so because, oh, she made a noise. <laughs> no, I grumble because so, you're trying to having conversations with me. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, well, I'm listening to something. What do you want? <laughs> well, I, like, walk by and he's like, what? I'm like, <laughs> I want something to drink. <laughs> well, get it. I'm getting it. <laughs> now. <laughs> now, woman. Get and yourself it? something to drink. Anyway, what? 
We, I was trying we're to end this Bobby like Roberts 15 minutes ago. Oh, yeah, Bobby Roberts. Anyway. So. Anyway, all right. Well, until next time, I'm Chris Klum. Oh, wait. We got to say what movie we're watching. Next time? Uh, next time. Yeah. Frank and Robot. Frank Boom, and Robot. Done. Frank yep. ampersand Robot. Check yep. it out on Netflix. Yep, it's on Netflix Instant, so. Oh, yeah, we can mention that, too. Oh, uh, yes, and also we're going to have a uh, mini episode. Special mini episode. A special mini episode uh, reviewing the Doctor Who 50th anniversary episode. <laughs> I will totally be putting the the Homer Simpson yelling nerds clip in my video. So, all right. Well, until next time, uh, I'm Chris Klum. I'm Matt Schaefer. Oh, I'm Melissa. And that's all the people that are. We'll see you next time.